Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and John. How are you gentlemen doing? Tired. Yeah, I think we're all the same. (laughs) (laughs) I need a jacuzzi. Yeah. Yeah, so we're recording this. Yeah, from... (laughs) Uh, almost immediately after Nova opened, uh, literally literally the day after Nova opened. So my travel time was a little bit shorter than your guys. Um, (laughs) Smidge. Yeah, I drove the 25 minutes to my house from the venue. Um. (laughs) Okay, okay, Kyle, let me ask you a question since you're a native. Okay. Because we were coming in, neither Google Maps nor I nor Rachel knew what the hell was going on with any of the roads and it would be like in one mile you're gonna turn left and i'm like okay great and then and then like it would be like 10 seconds later not even a full mile like quarter mile i'd be like turn left now and i'm like oh and I just watch the exit go past me I'm like what is going on yeah no that's normal um okay that- that's could be a factor of like gps bouncing around right too many yeah. buildings it can't get a consistent signal it's probably a combination of things. Even if you set GPS aside, this area with its roads is kind of like a bowl of spaghetti. Um, <laughs> I I grew up in Chicago, so you know Chicago is on a flat plain basically, yep. so, and it's designed like a sheet of graph paper. Uh, it's a bunch of squares and straight streets that intersect with each other at perpendicular angles. So like, if you miss a turn, you're just like, all right, I'll just turn at the next one. I'll end up on the same street. Um, The DC area, uh, not just the city itself, but also Maryland and Northern Virginia is very much just like, it's it's a bunch of exits and loops and circles. And uh, like, if you miss an exit, you might not be able to correct your mistake for like 10 minutes. And yeah. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> that's what that's what happened to us. We ended up going to the Pentagon on the way in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I was like, hey kids. So we we brought the family down to Nova and and I'm like, well, I guess we're gonna see a landmark early. Uh and we we drove through Pentagon City and like right by the Pentagon, right basically through the parking lot, yep. uh, to get over to the hotel. And okay, good. Cause I was like oh man i was freaking out like the kids like the two two of the teenagers were in the middle seats and they're like talking crap to me wow the dad doesn't know how to drive (laughs) i'm like everybody shut up i'm gonna kill all of you like i need to like a series like turn left i'm like it just zooms past us i'm like what like no warning we're at the pentagon i'm like oh god is this a restricted area nah it's just a road going by the pentagon i'm like okay Oh my God. So, all right, good. I'm glad <laughs> it's not just you. Yeah. Oh man. That's just how but, it is uh, around here. Anyways, I thought I'd bring that up because that was an interesting uh, time getting into the city. So, <laughs> yep. There's, there, there's a um, intersection of highways just south of Alexandria. Um, uh, and it's actually called the mixing bowl. Because if, <laughs> if you look at it on a map and just visually as you drive through it, you're it's like, can how do they how are there this many overpasses and exits? Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. There's it's a I big mean, there's, bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, there's like overpasses that are you know 100, 150 feet in the air and going under each other and over each other. And yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Well, and like 
uh it's not very often i mean it happens in some bigger cities but like it's not often that you have the left lane exit that's like yep. an immediate exit it's most you know they're usually the right and so i think those always throw me off anyways because i'm like because oh, you know you're like getting ready for the turn you're like yeah yeah i'm gonna make a right turn yeah. anytime here and it's like you're three lanes over from the left turn <laughs> yep Anyways, yeah, that happens sorry, so I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> uh, nope, that's the thing around here. So it is what it is. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. This is episode is gonna be mostly, almost entirely, about yeah. Nova Open because all of us went and played. So we're gonna talk about yeah. that. Um, but first, do you have any housekeeping for us, Jay? Uh, yeah, I think we'll keep it brief. But do uh, you know what? Go sign up for the Patreon right now. You could do the $1 tier. <laughs> John and I are going to record an After Dark this week and go more in depth with uh, with what happened at Nova and I'm sure some other stuff. Um, so you can listen to that. We're back doing the After Dark podcast and we're going to have some more content uh, as well once Evan and I start the Fifth Tile podcast talking about other board games. So uh, there's going to be a lot of content on there. We, you know, we're gearing up a lot of rewards. Uh, we did a lot of print and play cards. We did the Battle Force cards. We're probably going to do some of the erratas for free through the Patreon as well. Um, and actually, um, I think next this quarter coming up in Q3, I'm going to do a Patreon exclusive order tokens at the $25 Ooh. level. So if you're at our $25 level on Patreon, you'll get an order token that no, will never sell. It'll be a unique design just for our Patreon supporters. Oh man, so, I need one. Yeah, you can't have you one. sign uh, up for the Patreon. <laughs> you're a pseudonym, uh, you'll never know. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I think I'll know. Uh, so... <laughs> You'd have to have it sent to a PO box or something, though, because I'm pretty sure Hercules Rockefeller, yeah. isn't yeah. that yours? <laughs> yeah, Hercules <laughs> Rockefeller, PO box, uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, um, not yeah, suspicious so, so, at all. <laughs> so go sign up for that. Uh, the other thing too, uh, we're going to start doing pre-orders here pretty soon. Uh, for we're actually going to take all our mats. That we have we, we do six by four game mats if you haven't seen them on our web store we're actually going to do all three by threes now so we will have all our designs are going to be three by three we're actually going to have a marvel crisis protocol mat uh that we've designed in partnership with the uh, professional casual network guys um and we're also going to have a bunch more uh marvel crisis protocol stuff up on the web store but yeah the big thing is three by three mats and then the other thing that's going to be a few weeks from now. And then I think later this week, we're going to be putting up pre-orders for a pretty cool new product. Uh, these, and you guys saw it at Nova. And if you were at Nova, you saw it, a collapsible tray, army tray for your armies. Um, I'm just working on a couple of tweaks, but there's going to be, you know, there'll be five different designs, six, actually six different designs, one, uh, for the factions, shadow collective, and then a fifth trooper generic design. Um, they got really cool. You guys saw it. They're, they're really cool. Um, and I was I'm unsure working... at first guys, but I'm, I'm starting to be a believer. It, it looks really cool. Uh, and so the one thing I'm working on this week, so I'm going to put the pre-order out a ways so everybody knows so that we can work out some of the kinks, because one of the things I'm doing is making it, uh, what's the word, John, magnetically, magnetically receptive, magnetically receptive. So basically yeah. it's not a magnet. 
but if you have magnets on your minis, they'll stick to the tray. Um, and so I'm working on that. I've got a couple tests that I'm working out, but uh, I'll be putting the designs and everything up and then they're collapsible so that they fit in your uh, army bag. So, so that you can bring them, you put them all, assemble them, and then off you go. Um, so those will be coming out this week too. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for housekeeping. And Invader League. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. So that'll be in our new section, which we can move to now, right, Kyle? Is that okay? Yeah, please. I'm taking over for Kyle. He's too yeah. tired. He had to travel <laughs> a long distance to the spaghetti bowl or whatever the hell yeah. it's called. Uh, <laughs> So, um, yeah, so Invader League signups now through 17th, I think. 17th. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm in. I'm playing the same. I already registered my list. I'm playing the same list I played at Nova. Um, I'm just going to get reps with that list. You know, you guys know my whole thing with reps. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, so sign up now. It was, I listen, I'll be honest with everyone out there in podcast land. In the past, I've not been a huge fan of Invader League. Um, you know, TTS is a whole different thing, but Invader League because of how it was structured in the past, but now they have it so that you can um, sign up for a region so that whatever your time schedule is, it matches. So so we can all sign up for the Northeast region. Kyle and I, uh, John can sign up for the West Coast region so that it's at least in your time schedule. Because a lot of times in Invader League passes, you would get people that are like, completely opposite schedules of you and you could it'd be like impossible to get games in and that always really frustrated me and they took that feedback and they changed stuff so so i played in the last one i had a blast uh it was much better you know with the times and and how they did all the the round robin pairings and so uh you know i'm really looking forward to that so go sign up uh i forgot the website but just search invaderleague.com yep invaderleague.com Yep. Uh, I didn't always be, was that right. That's new. Um, then wasn't it something different before? No. no? Okay. Uh, InvaderLeague.com. So go check that out. Go register. You got to register for an account if this is your first time and then register for the event. So go do that. Uh, come play with us. It'll be fun. I will throw out a PSA because it trips people up all the time. After you register, you do have to go back into your profile and like ready up, like confirm a oh, second yeah. time that you're actually playing or you won't get counted um it's a little confusing but yeah and you, you can you ask will, for help in discord you will need to also uh, choose a faction and submit a list before the start date um yes they're not you, locked you don't until have to, the start date yeah but you don't, you don't have to like you can mess around with it all you want until the start date uh, i haven't put a list in yet but same um yeah, I would encourage everyone to give it a, give it a try. It's um, a really nice way because it's international. It's a really nice way to meet people that are kind of outside of your local play group and even outside of your normal tournament scene, which is going to be on some level uh, regional, right? So um, that is the most most helpful thing for improving here. your game. Like just so everybody can see this, uh, you have to go. You go to user profile. And then you scroll down to the recent season, so season nine. And then right here, it says select yes to indicate you're ready and active to participate in the That's event. That's the readying up, yeah. Yep, you select yes and then hit save and you're ready to go. Look at that, a full demo. Everyone memorize go. the fifth trooper Discord number, 2275. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send friend request to the fifth trooper, 2275. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. They do anyways. I just stick for them. Uh, yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah, so do that. I, I've had I had a blast last time, and um, it was really encouraging. And and um, I'm looking to to have a great time again. So, yes. Yep. Cool. Um, all right. Let's talk about Nova. Nova Open. Yeah. So, uh, let's let's briefly talk about the format, and then you guys can launch yep. into it. Um, just for those that didn't know, it was it was the the heat style format so there were two heats you could only sign up for one um each heat was uh 40 players max which meant that in order to get a top eight for sunday you could potentially have five undefeated players after three rounds so there was a potential to um for basically they were going to have the fourth and fifth ranked players uh that were undefeated play each other in like a playing game to see who got to go on sunday Neither of those games ended up getting played, which we can get into if you want. But yep. um, yeah, there was that, a top five in both days. It was only yeah. a chance, and it happened right. in both days. Yep. Which yeah. It's crazy. Um, right. And I mean, spoiler alert. I don't know if you guys know this, but we have an exclusive interview with the winner of Nova today. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, well brag here for the fifth trooper network uh what was the number 16 and two fifth trooper went 16 and two at this event and our only two losses were to the fifth trooper <laughs> so um so it was myself kyle john and evan uh bullris all played and i lost to john and evan lost to kyle and that was that was it um and so yeah so that was super uh lucky i think because we were all in the same heat to begin with and the fact yes. that i didn't face john till the last day of heat one or the last uh, uh round of heat one and evan didn't face kyle until the, the, the top final. table yeah yeah it was pretty wild uh we kept joking about the fifth trooper final when the two of them were in it and yeah. the stars aligned and it was great yeah. So the only defeats we took were from our own team, which I listen, I just think that's super cool. And I yeah. honestly, we were driving home yesterday while uh, while the finals were going on and I kept refreshing the the tabletop TO like <laughs> and right and then Rachel got really into it. And so she she's like, you drive. Oh, I got it. And she's like, oh, my God, Kyle won. Oh, Evan won. And like we kept going like, oh, no, they're not paired up against each other. This if we could do this. And so like uh, it was just nice, you know, and, and I think that goes for anybody at home. Like if you're friends in a tournament and you can follow them on tabletop TO, uh, it's it's nice to, you know, to see that so I, I was very happy and excited for our whole team so yeah cool. my my wife actually managed to find the, the tabletop to link uh, on her own initiative <laughs> while i was playing <laughs> i wish i did not expect her to do it all but she's like i was following you on the on the tto thing I'm like really <laughs> that is impressive <laughs> okay yeah that's amazing um, yeah um so yeah it was fun why don't you guys uh, go ahead and talk about what you brought your experience etc yeah, so I guess I'll go first because I had talked the most about all my back and forth about all my lists and having hundreds of different lists. And I think on the last Scoundrels, I said, you know what? I'm taking double happy. It's either going to be a double ATST list or a double airspeeder list. 
I didn't take either of those. Uh, and then right before I went to pack, I sent Kyle a list with Palpatine and Boba and was like, this is what I'm bringing. And I literally packed it. And then there was like two hours left before we were about to get in the car. And I just dumped it all on my table and packed a completely different list, which was the one I ended up bringing, uh, which was I brought a Cassian K2SO 12 activation list with a 12 point bid um so at cassian uh, you know what this is what i'm gonna do oh, so you guys snap. send me send me the links to your uh things and we'll just show them here um can you guys see this yes okay so i had cassian offensive push duck a cover uh i had sentry cables and recon in in the little uh as a secondary and then his law, his gun configuration. I had K2 with emergency transponder and the blaster. I had the Pike Syndicate Capo with vigilance, two rebel vets with their long range gun, the 93 offensive push and recon intel, two medium blaster troopers, two Pike Syndicate soldiers with disruptor, uh, Syndicate Capo and recon. And then I had three strike teams for 12 activations and a 12 point bid um yeah so you know it was uh it's a list that we had been throwing around i think john you and i talked about it on after dark on the patreon podcast and i think we kind of built it out and like yeah. worked on it there um and frankly it was the one that i had had in the back of my mind the whole time as something i really wanted to play um and i just maybe i was scared or i, I don't know nervous about not not playing this very often or ever I mean, I had never played Pikes, Pike, Capo, Cassian, or K2 ever before. Uh, <laughs> so it was interesting um, putting them on the table. And, you know, um, I guess I'll go through mine, John, and then we can talk about yeah. our game. Yeah, you yeah. go through your first two, and then we'll talk about our game together. So um, my first game was against a Separatist list that had Grievous, double uh, Magna Trooper, double Spiders. Um which was really uh, interesting and um, it was a little bit tougher than I thought it was going to be uh, just with the Magna Guards and Grievous. Um, and so uh, we it's ended a lot, up It's doing... kind of like a threat saturation. Yeah. At that point it's running at you. And so I clearly had blue um, and we did uh, sabotage moisture evaporators and the beginning of the game is very tight very tight and then uh, suddenly just the momentum went my way and i just started deleting stuff off the table and hit you know it, the, the guy really nice guy he's a listener um he tried really hard you know he did everything he could but it was uh, you know quicksand it just wasn't it wasn't his game and um you know, unfortunately, we were playing MLV uh, instead of SOS. And so he wanted to concede. And I go, well, if you don't mind, can we continue playing? Uh, I'd like to get some more points. <laughs> and he said, he goes, I go, it's up to you, though. You know, I, I'm not no pressure. And he said, yeah, that'd be fine. And so I ended up getting more points uh, to do better on my MLV, which is a fun thing we can talk about maybe next cast. But yeah, uh, I, you know, I do um, want to talk about that. Talk yeah, about not, it when not I'm today, not on. I but, see you. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I see you. Uh, just because it's pretty dirty. Uh, and so it feel it doesn't feel great, but it is. It's the way the how it works, right? So he was a great opponent. We had a good time. Uh, my second game was against Rob Cop. 
and he played a operative Luke rebel list. Um, he had some of the short range rifles, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I did, you know, I had never played against those before because not many people play them, but Rob is known to bring some crazy lists, you know, and so you never know what you're up against when you when you play against Rob. And we had intercept. Uh, and yeah, that went right down to the wire. And I, I was going to take it on points. And we so we ended the game, right? And we all rushed towards the middle intercept for the for the the double points, the end around. And um, I was going to take the game by uh, kill points. And then we're, we're, we're about to start adding up our kill points. And Rob goes, Oh, no, I go, what's wrong? He goes, I didn't have anybody on my back intercept. And so he never ended up scoring that one. And cause he made the mad rush, you know, cause I just rushed everybody into the middle uh, with my yeah. activations. <laughs> and he tried, was just trying to get the sheer numbers. There, trying to right? match. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't the way I wanted to win, but it, it happens, you know, we've seen people, do that in large games that. before well, yeah so not that exactly but kind of <laughs> yeah. like give up the game in the last activation or two <laughs> yeah you know? yeah yeah because you're so focused on something else yeah and, you, know, <laughs> you blindsided um, a little but yeah so those were my first two vision. games yeah so uh john why don't you i'm gonna share the screen why don't you go through your list here yeah this is what john so played i started off i was I had some Luke Lando casting K2 list concocted up and I was not feeling very confident about it, but I wanted to try something new and I had only lost games with it, but I was like, nah, I'll be fine. Um, and then like the week of Nova, I remember at some point Kyle said in like one of our chats, he, he just made a comment that stuck out that said, yeah, these tables look really dense. And then I was talking to Bobby Joe and he made, he said, we were talking about what lists I was going to bring. And he mentioned, well, what about your Canto bite list? And then that paired with Kyle's, I was like, wait. And I had this like fever dream. I was like, maybe I can bring it again. Cause it, the same list failed miserably at Adepticon. It was bad. It's like, well, maybe this is the last chance, you know, Din's coming out soon. So I brought the Wookiees, very slight change. Um, I got force barrier on Yoda instead of reflexes and had to drop some of the Wookiee warrior, the shooty Wookiee upgrades. Um, but it performed great. Um, barrier is great on Wookiees. And, uh, yeah. um, and the tables, I really got some very ideal tables for them where there was yeah. lots of line of sight blocking terrain. The only re we'll talk, we'll get to it, Jay. Don't worry, we'll get to it. <laughs> um, but I had three incredibly tough games. Um, so you guys mentioned MOV. Um, I had the worst MOV of the top five because I had two games that went to kill points, and the other game was intercept that I barely scored more. Um, so the first game. It was Recover the Supplies against Nick Coleman. And he had Iden Versio and was blue. Oh, he had Iden and Boba, not Boba, Iden and Bosk and Cad Bane. And so double bounty. 
So just and, real quick, real quick, because yeah. for our yeah. audio listeners, so John's oh, running sure. Yoda bursts of speed, force push, force bear and vigilance, Chewbacca with nothing, three naked phase ones, Wookiee Warriors with the bowcaster, offensive push, tenacity, Wookiee Warriors with the bowcaster, offensive push, tenacity, recon, and then the Wookiee Warriors Kashyyyk defenders with the bowcaster, targeting scopes. That's for yes. our audio listeners. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm a heat. No, that's okay. I wasn't paying attention to <laughs> audio listeners. Uh, so I've, I've played that game many times against Aiden infiltrating on the middle box. Didn't think anything of it. It was limited viz, which I thought awesome. It just favors me even more. I've got Wookiees. They want to run in. Um, and so he did the thing, infiltrated on it, and ran behind a wall. And then I... I tried to delay Yoda a little bit, but I wanted Wookiees to be able to go after Yoda. So once my order pool got thin enough, I had to, um, I activated Yoda. I was on my one pip, so I had 16 inches, you know, a double speed three move. And I force pushed Aiden uh, right back around the wall and slung shot because he had ID 10. So slung shot ID 10 even further. Um that put me pretty close to his army, but I was behind the wall. I was like, oh, fine. Well, I didn't know how ballsy he was going to be, and he threw Cad Bane right on top of that wall, start shooting Yoda. Bosk <laughs> found a perch within range two that could see over the wall and started shooting Yoda. Um, Yoda didn't make his god saves, so I started taking damage. Yoda died turn two in that game. But I had tied up the the middle with the Wookiees, and but it, it was not nearly as easy as I was hoping it would be, because now the Wookiees had to chase the middle box that was quickly going towards enemy territory. The game was back and forth for a long time because of that. Um, the bounty hunters died because they they risked their lives to kill Yoda, and the Wookiees fired back. Um, but honestly, like everything said and done, the game came down to um i had to get i i never got the third box completely away from him um so it came down to could i kill his box carrier in the last turn and i had three models left in a shooty wook to kill a full four-man <clears throat> squad or full four-man stormtrooper unit and i think i got five hits and he rolled one block and died and that won the game um extremely close I, it might have even only been four hits i think i got four hits he had one block and pierced it and died uh round two was against kevin connors who had vader and i forget what objective we played i just remember vader mad rushing at me cutting a wookie in half pretty handedly um and then yoda just sending all the wookies in just with guidance and ending vader um and then we had the game three <laughs> yeah uh it was interesting so i i took blue player because i really so, didn't hang want... on, just just for clarification yeah. you two guys got matched up against each other in round yes three. yeah round yeah, three yeah, yeah. yep john versus uh, jay the team and... kill had to happen eventually <laughs> and so i know john was nervous going into it because i had the 12 <laughs> patience and he i have had eight, eight in case you didn't yeah. count there eight yeah um and so i you know i think i took blue um because uh 
I really wanted my deck and I I knew, you know, John's a tough opponent and I knew that it was probably going to come down to the wire. And so I wanted to have the tiebreakers on my side, you know? Uh, and, and so uh, John spent a lot of time measuring the table uh, and looking at it and thinking it through, which is, which was great. Uh, Cause you know, it helped him uh, supplement over the the four activation defect that he had and uh we ended up getting what was it major offensive intercept and clear clear or no uh, we had barricades fortified yeah we had fortified fortified. uh sorry i had major offensive intercept and clear conditions against rob the game before so we ended up with a similar layout uh john picked the right side of the board the correct side of the board, I should say, because he had this huge wall that was right by the middle objective that he just hid his army behind, um, which going in, I knew was going to be kind of a, an uphill battle trying to kill the Wookiees in general. Um, but yeah, so so we set up uh, and then I just I moved three units over to flank uh, two of the vets and one of the pikes and they started rolling real hot. Yeah, that wall. So that wall was deceptively it it did give me a lot of protection, but it didn't give me as much as it looked like it was going to because the last like two inches, you know, it's tapered at an angle. So all the silhouette corners are poking through at that angle. And it's effectively like, you know, those last two inches of the wall aren't there. So he was able to get flank shots starting turn one. um, And he's got cover i don't have the firepower to return to like deal damage back i just have to survive and i'm not survive i mean it took it took like a whole turn and a half for you to kill the shooty wook yeah which helped um but it was still very tight yoda had to go and annihilate those flanking units because the blast force wave just takes care of white saves that rely on cover yeah that was super annoying i hated every minute of that um (laughs) but you know and so it was really close john did what he had to do um and i did what i had to do and there was one moment towards the end of the game that sealed it which i think i don't know john we we talked about it in retrospect i i think i it would have been close i don't know if i would have won the game but it it would have been yeah I, maybe maybe right uh but basically i had k2 uh he had he had shot some of the wookies to to get so he was no longer incognito and uh the wookies charged him and i was like okay he has no wounds on him this is gonna be fine i was like doing the math i'm like he can maybe you know maybe four or five hits like i'm thinking right john ends up rolling seven uh one got blocked by armor, so I had six saves. So I'm like, okay, if I roll two, we're good. Like, good game. You know, I'm going to take this. Uh, I rolled one block. So five blanks, one block, and K2 was gone. And then after that, it was just, uh, there was nothing I could really do. Um, the the dice quantity wasn't there anymore to finish the yeah. Wookiees in time. Yeah uh and so yeah so john ended up taking it but it was right to the like right to the last play extremely down to the wire yeah Yeah. it's a tough game (laughs) yeah my games were very exhausting 
Yeah, which, same. yeah. But great. Yeah, so, I loved him. I'm, yeah. I had a great time. So is this guy you want to talk about the five, five threes and three and O's and what happened at this point? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, basically you ended up f- fifth or fourth, one of the fifth. two. Dead, um, dead last and that movie this this was this was kind of like a predetermined uh what if situation right um which i think was good uh because it set up a situation where like you know they wanted to avoid an undefeated player getting cut by a tiebreaker um right so at least where like you have fourth and fifth do another play-in game then you get to actually play for your spot right um, but as it happened, you already had an invite, and uh, yeah. the the guy who was in fourth did not. So I, you basically just graciously said, "It's fine." Um, yeah, I just you know, I can I conceded to him. Yeah. Um, no one wanted to play a fourth round, and um, didn't want to take away his shot after going three zero to get an invite. Um, I only regretted and- after when I realized that that was my one chance to catch up to Al Paz at games played <laughs> on the ELO table. And I missed it. Um, and for those of you, this was brought up at Nova too. John talked to me about it before he did it. So there was no like bad feelings on my part of like, Oh, you, Oh, so you beat Jay and then you just drop you loser. Like you should have, you know, why wouldn't you just let Jay win? <laughs> Uh, so there was no, 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 we talked about it. And cause John had asked me, should I just drop? I go, well, it depends on who it is. If it's someone without an invite, then yeah, you should. But if it's, if it, it was Mike dashes, Barry, Kyle and Evan, you know, where the other ones I go, if it's someone with an invite, uh, no, <laughs> you should take them out, you know? Um, and so, so that, so we had already discussed it. Everybody, so don't worry, John didn't do anything to hurt my feelings we we had a conversation (laughs) and i would have done the same thing i would have done the same thing like there's as much as i'd want to go in to to the finals if it if it came down to that i I would have said oh you don't have an invite yeah you should go man like go 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 try to get your invite yeah and at that time of day was exhausted as everybody was like playing it was like 7 30 at night yeah yeah no one wants another three hours you gotta wait for dinner too and yep yeah not exciting um so yeah sounds right, kyle uh you're up yeah should i walk through the whole thing or just like high level uh, highlights anything i, anything I think we walked through our we were only in one day so maybe you could just highlight yeah. the first day and then get a little more in depth on the second so I have yeah. a list up here. Yeah. So um, I was, as you know, waffling uh, as usual. <laughs> um, and shocker. Yeah, yeah. I ended up essentially playing almost an identical list to the one that I played for the local prep tournament that was like a month ago. Um, I swapped one upgrade, otherwise it was identical. So uh, it's Iden Bobo. Uh, so it's, a, it's got Iden with um, offensive push and Overwatch and loadout. Uh, situational awareness uh, and then the rifle and repeater in loadout uh, a capo with improvised orders boba fett with hunter and recon intel i had previous previously run him with c's but um, boba is kind of aim hungry generally and i found myself targeting things that were wounded a lot 
when I used him before. So um, also and independent a, aim one. Right. And, um, you know, since you can independent dodge in a pinch uh, and also with improvised orders in this list, I, I didn't find that seize was like super critical. Um, although I would have loved to have it in probably what was my closest game, <laughs> um, I'll, which I'll get to. Um, but I ended up going for Hunter, uh, which also reduced my bid by a point. But this is already like a no bid list, so I didn't really care about that. Um, a naked shore unit, a mortar unit, uh, storms with a T21, two pikes with the disruptor and the capo. So that's the 80 point pikes. Um, Inferno with no upgrades, just Dell and Gideon. That's it. Um, and then two sniper strikes with uh, the DLT 19X. So 11 activations. Uh, 799 points no bid um yeah ultimately uh, i actually considered cutting hunter for a bid but um i had seen that some of these speeder lists were bidding like 10 11 12 points some of these blizzard force lists and stuff and um i'm like is it really going to do me any good to be at 793 <laughs> you know like i don't it's already kind of a lean list that uh you know unless yeah. i cut like a heavy upgrade or something i'm not going to get below that so um i'm like i'm just going to go 799 and uh honestly the list it it does care about objectives in some sense in that like you don't want breakthrough or bombing run against the speeder list right um right. but it can it can play almost everything else it's got a lot of firepower um, it's got Boba with whipcord, which gives you some play against like the typical quote unquote force user objectives like hostage. Um, Boba's really good at objectives generally, and so is Aiden. You know, those two give you a lot of play on almost any objective that requires positioning, which is most of them except for the speeder objectives. So, um, I figured it was okay to run as a no bid list, and it turned out to be the case. I was red in five of my six games. Uh, and one of those, uh, I actually, the, the other guy had an 800 point bid and I actually chose red player um, so that I could pick table side. So, um, which I'm not sure that I've ever done before, <laughs> um, but I did this time. So, uh, and sort of regretted it actually. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, it was, um, uh, my other consideration was the Republic list with Anakin and Padme, which, I was kind of worried about people bringing a bunch of like high velocity snipers to counter pikes, but I actually ended up only facing one, like one total uh, high velocity sniper strike team all tournament. Um, so wow. I think it would, I think it would have been fine if I brought Anakin Padme, but I didn't. So it is what it is. Edinburgh was really good. I don't know what else to say. Um, <laughs> I, I was, I was surprised by, um, the list has, has a very surprising amount of uh, firepower. Um, like it doesn't look like it would. It's kind of, you know, a lot of the activations are very lean. Um, there are other characters or there are things like snipers and mortars. You know, you really only have, I guess you have four units in there that are like beefy trooper units with heavy weapons. You got Inferno, you got the two bikes, and then you have the T21 Storms. And that's it. Um, but like all of the damage it puts out is very reliable. You know, there's a lot of high velocity. There's a lot of pierce. There's marksman. There's a lot of critical. Um, Boba with his now five dice that right. ignores cover. Yeah, is as good or better than any trooper shot. Yep, and you've got a lot of damage from your command cards too. Between, you know, all of Iden's and then 
uh, Bobas too. You know, they're either some kind of damage enhancing thing or they're a weapon. So um, you get a lot of damage out of your characters in this list. Um, it's you're not you're not overwhelming them with efficiency, but you have just a lot of yeah. super reliable, like medium sized dice pools, basically. Right. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it turned out well. I am um, uh, day one. Uh, uh, my most harrowing match was probably my last one, which was against Blizzard Force. Um, and we can talk sort of high level takeaways a bit after this. Uh, mine is Blizzard Force super good. <laughs> um, uh, this one was Vader bikes. And, um, you know, one of the things that Blizzard Force can do is just make like a crazy objective deck. Uh, if you're taking Vader and bikes, you know, clearly you can, you can run like breakthrough bombing around hostage exchange and, yeah, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I don't want any of these. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's basically what I ran into. I ended up on hostage exchange because it was um, essentially with, with the way that the cards played out, uh, I could either, uh, I think we could play like payload, but it would be limb viz, or I could go hostage exchange and veto limb viz. So I opted to go hostage against vader which seems like it would be suicide um i got a little bit lucky on the map it was it was more on the side of open than dense uh which was good for me because i had so many snipers and and such and he had vader um things got dicey super quick uh he kind of deployed vader like on the corner of his zone and then i infiltrated inferno squad near him um, and i did tactical strike turn one and I actually managed to chunk three wounds off Vader um, right off the bat with Inferno. But Which of course, Vader was it? Uh, Commander. Okay. Um, but uh, of course, he had bikes, and bikes can kind of go anywhere they want. So um, after I did that, you know, Inferno was done for that turn. And he was basically like, all right, I'm going to kill Inferno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what he did. The bikes went over there and they killed Inferno. And I was like, all right. So I just traded Inferno for three wounds on Vader uh doesn't seem i don't know it doesn't seem great um maybe I would, four would have been even yeah yeah um but since the bikes ended up over there between my snipers and Iden, i was able to um put some wounds in on the bikes um to set up like for turn two where i was able to kill a couple bike models and then once those bikes are down to like one man bike yeah. units um, they're a lot less scary. they're a lot less scary yeah. Um, so I kind of started cleaning up bikes. Uh, I was able to get some real, like a really nice flanking angle with Aiden with her sniper rifle on one of his uh, heavy storm units, um, which I killed. Ooh, I think I fully okay. killed that unit by the end of turn two between Aiden and the other two snipers that were over there. Um, so that helped a lot. And then uh, he was basically in a position where he had to like run Vader across the center of the table um, to get to my hostage. And um, I just shot Vader with pretty much everything invader died um so it was kind of downhill from there but um yeah it's i mean it's scary what they can do with those bikes like they can just go anywhere and target whatever they want basically like you, yeah. they move so fast um and especially with four of them it's like there's there's definitely a tipping point when you go from like three to four speeder bikes <laughs> uh, <laughs> in yeah. terms of threat saturation um i think actually this list only had three in it and even then that was that was a lot of threat. There were several Blizzard Force lists, particularly on day two, that went uh, that did really well. That had four bikes in them, and um, it's hard to say whether this is MOV or just the nature of the list. But 
particularly on day two, there were like multiple, lots of tablings, um, mm. which should be and historically have been kind of rare in competitive Legion. Um, yeah. I, it's hard to say whether it's because it's, I mean, we can talk about MOV more later, but you know, it could be a situation where like normally you would just concede and it would be over, um, you know, two turns before you get tabled or whatever. But in these situations, it's like, well, let's keep playing because like the one that the situation you had, Jay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's the list. There were a lot of like full table wipes that happened, especially on day two. Um, we can talk about the implications of that later. But yeah, Blizzard Force scary. Um, on uh, Sunday. I was hoping to avoid Evan for as long as possible. That ended <laughs> up working out. Um, I can talk about what Evan ran when I get when I get to our our match. Um, but the, my first match of the day was actually the craziest. It was against uh, Rebel Hero Hammer. It was um, Cassian, K two, Han, Chewie, and then a bunch of Wookies. Uh, and this is the one where I chose red for the table side. Um, and ended up regretting it because it was another situation where I could like veto Limviz or we could end up on recover. And with him being blue on recover, that meant he could infiltrate Cassian and K2 on the box. Yeah. Um, or I could play Limviz against Wookiees. <laughs> um, I opted for recover because at least I have Boba and maybe I could grab it. Uh, so that's exactly what happened. He infiltrated Cassian and K2 on the box. I moved Boba up to where he could potentially grab the box if I won priority. Um, I ended up winning priority on the first turn. Uh, so my, my calculus was I can either get Boba up in there and grab this box myself, and then hopefully I can kill enough of his units since he's, he was somewhat limited on, on firepower since it was mass Wookiees um, before he kills. And these are Wookiees without heavy weapons. Uh, yes, they were the three-man naked Wookiees. Um, Essentially, like if I if I grab this, I, he's either going to grab this and just run away with K two, and I'm never going to catch him, um, or I can grab it with Boba and hope for the best, which is what I did. Um, Boba tanked a couple of shots early in that turn, but uh, I was since I was hammering him with um, my ranged firepower, he was using Guardian a lot with Chewie, um, and then uh, Chewie actually got enraged on the first turn. And um, because it was advanced positions, Chewie was in double move range of Boba since Boba moved in and uh, grabbed the box. Uh, so he actually charged Boba with Chewie, enraged Chewie, who had tenacity. Um, Chewie did four wounds to Boba <laughs> oh my God. Um, at the tail end of this turn. So it's turn, it's the end of turn one, and I've got Boba Fett on one wound with the box, and I'm like, all right, this is not, this is not looking good. Um, and he has Han, so uh, I can't just like play ripcord and run away. Um, I ended up playing Whipcord because if he doesn't play change of plans and I don't play Whipcord, then I'm like extra screwed. Uh, he did play change of plans. He threw Whipcord back. I had to play something else. Uh, Boba got murdered by Chewie <laughs> at the front end of that turn. Um, so then I was in a situation where I was basically chasing a bunch of rebel heroes that were trying to like football the lateral the box <laughs> to each other. Um, I managed to kill K2 and Chewie and eventually Han <laughs> as they like as they like tried to get the box back towards his lines um luckily this was another situation where I set up like a good flank with Iden and Inferno um so I had kind of like a side angle on where he was trying to run the box back through um and I managed to 
at the end of the game, um, the middle box was unclaimed. I had managed to kill, I think Han was the last person with it. And then I uh, blocked it with Inferno so that he couldn't pick it up with anyone else. Um, and then uh, I went on points destroyed by 14 points. <laughs> super tight. It was super tight. Yeah. I think uh, he had he had destroyed 404 points and I had destroyed 418 points. So yeah, super crazy, very close. Um, very like fast and furious game right from the right from the jump. So, um, and the, that that guy's name was Eric. He was from uh, Quebec, actually. Yeah. So, um, there was a contingent of guys from from that area that came down to Nova, which was really cool. That's cool. So yeah. Um, and I think that he also got his invite out of that. Uh, it worked out because there were there were only four invites to give away, but there were already four people in the top eight that had invites. So they essentially just passed all of them down to the other four people that didn't have invites. Oh, in that's the top great. Eight. Yeah, yeah, it worked out really well um my second game was against mike dashes barry who was running anakin padme um at this point like i was either getting the the top four remaining were me mike uh evan and keegan from legion 99 so i'm like all right i'm gonna get matched up against one of these guys <laughs> like this is literally unavoidable um so i did get matched up against mike uh we ended up i was red on vaps um it was a, it was a situation where it was one of those maps that had it's kind of like an inverse line of sight blocker situation. There were lines a lot of blockers in the center. There mm. were like these three big line of sight blockers right across along the center of the table, um, but not very many on the edges. And um, I was able to uh, force long march. It was either long march or roll up. I don't remember which. I think it was long march. Um, and I kind of used those lanes with my snipers to put pressure on them to basically like if. If this comes down to points destroyed, I'm going to be able to kill something. Um, so he kind of had to come to me. Um, he came at me with Anakin. Uh, I managed to whipcord him. I shot him a lot. Um, eventually, Anakin died, and that that kind of put the initiative into my um, column, whatever you want to call it, um, so that I was able to to pick off some more activations. And ended up we ended up tied on VPs, but I won on points destroyed on that one. So. Um, yeah, when you have four units with high velocity and pierce, um, yep, that's, I mean, you know, we, <laughs> people, I remember people looking at, uh, the results of this and they're like, oh, Republic's fine. There were two Republic in the top eight. And it's like, okay, two things, more than two things. Um, first of all, uh, Keegan and Mike are probably two of the best Republic players in the game yep. that I can think yep. of. Um, so that's thing number one, right? You have a tournament with two of the best Republic players in the game in it. They both make top eight. I'm not shocked. Um, second is like this, this matchup is an example of the limitations of Republic, right? Like they're, right. they're, they're really good in some situations, but in others, there's like, yeah, like there's very little they can do uh, on a map that has long lanes against high velocity piercing snipers. Um except just hope that they can like weather it and win on the objective. Um, yeah. But it just, it definitely, it definitely puts you on the back foot where you have to make decisions knowing that you're just going to be like taking hits on the way in. Um, so yeah, we can talk about Republic at another cast, but that's, that's the short yeah. version. Let's, let's put into some perspective, a, the skill of these players, but B also when we're talking about Republic, we're talking specifically about like over a long form tournament, how they're, 
more vulnerable to bad matchups or bad maps than the other yeah. like, quote unquote top lists. And I don't think this is me speaking out of turn, but if we had gotten any other table, John would have had a very bad day. Absolutely. Yeah. There were maybe like four tables that I really wanted out of the 20 and I got yeah. one of them. Yeah. It's like, got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, very table dependent, very matchup dependent. Yeah. So, um, so I did end up winning that one and advancing to the finals. Evan also won his game. So that set up the fifth trooper uh, finals match. And uh, Evan, <laughs> do you have Evan's list? Yeah. Mad Raccoon oh. Fury Road <laughs> is the is. name of Evans list. Yeah. So <laughs> he had an AA5 speeder truck. So he's doing Shadow Collective with Raiding Party Leader, Gonk Droid, Unorthodox Tactician, Heavy Laser Retrofit, Link Targeting Ray, another AA5 with the Reckless Driver, Gonk, Unstable R5, Comms Jammer, three swoop bikes with emergency trans- transponders. Black Sun Enforcers with Scattergun, Black Sun Vigo Targeting Scopes, another Black Sun Enforcer with Magdat Enforcer, that's the grenade, uh, Black Sun Vigo Targeting Scopes and Fragmentation Grenades, two Naked Pike uh, Foot Soldiers, and one Pike Syndicate Capo with Improvised Orders. <laughs> oh, crazy. This is only a list that like Evan could come up with. It's just yeah. it's so wild that you look at it and you're like, at first you're like what is this and then you kind of you kind of think about it and understand very distinct purpose how it works and you're like oh oh oh, no oh oh no (laughs) like i don't (laughs) um i mean you have uh four units in it that have compulsory moves right you got the three the three swoops and you have the reckless driver bus um like all you have five units that have demoralized which is uh, just free suppression when they activate. Right. Yep. All five of those units can also displace enemy units, which is more free suppression when they activate. Um, <laughs> and it's like... And they're all those units wound as they move over you. Right. Yeah. And they're all really fast. Uh, and then two of those units have the hardest hitting unit in the game, just as like a transport, you know, just that they're carrying yeah. around with them that they, they can get out and be like, hey... I hope you didn't forget about us. Here's a shotgun. Um, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's super mobile. It's in your face. Um, going into the final, I'm like, how am I going to do this? Uh, it has, you know, he's, he, Evan's got a bid. Um, he's, he's got all the mobile objectives, breakthrough, bombing run, payload. Yeah, uh, he got blue all six games. Yeah, I think he, what was it, like an 11 point bid? Yes. Uh, sorry, I just had it. Yeah, I think oh, that's so. right. Uh, anyway from the mind of a mad scientist is this list and uh evan um, 787 13 13 (laughs) and evan played it really well um you know evan is like a super humble uh very down-to-earth guy who's like always talking himself down on legion and um like, can we just stop pretending that Evan is not really good at Legion? Like, he's made, <laughs> I think he's made the cut three tournaments in a row. ACO, um, Adepticon, and this. Yeah. Yeah. Each time with like a totally wild list that no one would ever else would ever come up with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Evan Bullrus, you are good at Legion. <laughs> just really you know, good. N- know that. <laughs> okay. Like, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, our matchup 
Um, we ended up with the least bad objective that I could come up with, which was payload. <laughs> um, and I, we, more importantly, we ended up on uh, rollout, so I could get him going cross crossways, which ended up being pretty relevant. Um, basically, uh, um, I, I think I kind of like messed up his tempo a little bit. You know, that list works based off of um, threat saturation, uh, where you try and like hit with everything at once um, because of all the long range and the pierce. In my list, I was able to kind of start picking off stuff probably before he would have been comfortable having it get wounds. Um, and his his swoops ended up coming in kind of staggered. I did like three wounds to one of the buses. Um, and uh, essentially, I was able to pick off the swoops before he got in with the buses. Mm -hmm. um, and then he couldn't do the thing where he like dumps a bus in the middle of your army. And then it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if, if you don't situation because they've got Black Sun in there. So if you destroy the bus and the Black Sun are just out and they can blast something. Right. Um, if you don't destroy the bus, the Black Sun just get out anyway and then blast something. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully, like essentially I managed to get up on activations. So he ended up having to um, like pull one of the uh, core tokens before um, the Black Sun could get out. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he, uh, there was one of the buses was in the middle of my guys. I took a bunch of rear arc shots and I destroyed it when the black sun had gone already. Um, you know, and by that point I was, I was up enough on activations that even if he like started one shotting things with black sun, I, I think I would still have been okay. So um, ended up like severely damaging one of the black sun units. I killed some more pikes uh, and then um, basically we called it at that point, but um yeah, it was it was really interesting. It's a super interesting list. Props to Evan for coming up with. Um, you know, he said his goal was basically to. Um, and I'm sure he'll talk about this on, on his cast. But yeah. his goal was basically to take like all the shadow collective units that people were not talking about being overpowered and show and um, demonstrate that they were good. So you know, everyone's talking about pikes and maul and bounty hunters and everything, and this list has none of that in there. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, you know, I've Evan and I have been friends for a long time and we've played a lot of Legion together. And I think the reason why he kind of has that mindset is because when he's like running his tests, he's like, all right, just play, play your best list against this. And so like he gets clobbered a lot on the way up. And then, you know, but that's he's learning and evolving like a like a t-series droid from yep. you know uh, <laughs> and so, from terminator yeah yeah and then he like evolves into his, yeah. Yeah, into his final form at the at these <laughs> tournaments um because the same thing happened with his vader lap you know like i had played him a number of times john i think you were at the house i played him and so like you know we we played against that list a number of times while and so he gets down because he's you know he's got all these iterations before it's perfect but yeah no he's he's he sees things that and uh something else about evan just to give him some more uh to his horn form is he's got a crazy memory for games and like he has like almost everything memorized in the game like and so like he knows what the cards do when they do them how they do them he knows what to do against them and uh that's something i've always envied about about evan is because i i 
don't have everything memorized and i always have to be like yeah let me see that card what does that do i, I had to do that to john like twice with yoda because how many times you face yoda he's the bane of my existence but i still go wait <laughs> what happens on his three pip you know uh, um but yeah so evan's a really good player yeah he you're right he needs to start like owning it yeah so yeah that that was that was the tournament um super fun met a lot of awesome people so yeah, I have another one of these things. This one has a, has oh, a nice. this one has a twenty on it. Uh, nice. I assume that's supposed to <laughs> refer to the original year that this was produced. But that's yeah, all right. I mean, uh, uh, my understanding is they FFG had a ton of stuff for twenty twenty, and so instead of like just throwing it all out, AMG's just <laughs> the OP's giving it away for all these tournaments, you know? Yeah, so, which is great. I mean, that would fine. Like, yeah. it's, I mean, it, it would be silly to waste it. So, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just because it says 20, who cares? You know, yeah, whatever. It's still, it's still amazing swag that you get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I had a great time at Nova. Uh, a lot of cool people there, a lot of great friends you know that we all got together with again uh we got to hang out with the legion 99 guys which was amazing um and and of course evan and uh stabcast tim was there which was great to see tim i love tim um so yeah so just, just great times no that was my first time ever at nova and uh, i really yeah i really enjoyed it awesome. um yeah that was it was a really cool place too you know yeah. where they have it it's a great I was, yeah i think i was i was talking with um nick gardner like before leaving this morning that i think i so i go to a lot of cons um and i think this one this is my first time at nova had was kind of like my favorite setting so far yeah. as far as the the hotel and where the convention is relative to it i mean it's in the same one and all the the access to a variety of good food that's not price gouging um i think all yeah. of that was was great we, so we went to dinner whatever night friday night i was really surprised like that place was crazy good and it was it was just like reasonably yeah price and i was just like i remember looking at the bill going oh yeah no rachel's gonna be fine with this <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's in a great area. It's um, yeah. you know, for like for starters, for lunch, uh, one of the things that DC is known for is its food trucks. Yeah, um, food they, they on point. They park like a bunch of food trucks right out in front of the venue, so that you can just walk straight out and get food from a food truck. Yeah. Um, it's also kind of like right in the heart of a of a high traffic retail slash restaurant area. Um, so you know for dinner options like there's a ton of stuff that's right there within walking distance and it's actually not in dc it's in virginia so the prices are not crazy either okay so the gen but, food trucks garbage really they got nothing yeah. on nova yeah. like cafeteria yeah. food that you wait 40 minutes for <laughs> i and, and pay of, more for yeah yeah and out of all the conventions that I've been to so far, this is the one where I 100% as someone who brought their family believe you can bring your family to this because the mall and all the it's all free, like all the Smithsonian stuff is free to go to. It's literally a 10 minute Uber away, like from from oh, nice. the convention. So like my my whole family came and the, and our we had made plans that, hey, OK, I'm playing on Friday. If I make Sunday, you know, they were going to go to the zoo, uh, but like 
you know, National Zoo is free. And so like we, you know, they went on Friday while I was playing, they all went to the Smithsonian museums and all, you know, they went and had a great time. Uh, so it was nice that they could do that while I, you know, they could be there with me on the trip. So all you family people out there, this is a great family venue to, to bring your family to. I, I hundred percent think so. Yep. It's a ton of stuff to do and it's all free. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's crazy. That zoo <laughs> is amazing. I got I to know. go to the zoo on Sunday. Cause I, that was the one upside of losing to John. I was like, well, I get to go to the zoo on Sunday. Um, and that zoo's amazing. So that was, that was a lot of, it's huge. <laughs> it's crazy yep. big. That's yeah. Great. yeah. My kids <laughs> yeah. love that zoo. Yeah. Um, the one downside of the zoo is that it's on a hill. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Most and, you're walking is uphill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, in my situation, I'm like dragging kids in a wagon. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good workout. Um, yeah. Other, it's otherwise it's an amazing too. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. Glad great you, time. I'm glad you, had a great weekend. Yeah. Glad you guys had a good time. Yeah. Um, and if right, I well, understand correctly, that's, so that's the third Nova. Kyle is now undefeated at all Novas. Uh, home, our very advantage, own. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Undefeated at we home. Got some, That's some secret. Not many people could say that. Sauce. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I get to sleep in my own bed. I guess it's good. Yeah, maybe, dude. I think that maybe. may be something. It could be, honestly. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I think right. Like you're just comfortable. You're just like, oh, I twenty minute ride. It depends. I, I also have kids yeah. waking me up in the middle of the night. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes yeah. I sleep better in hotel rooms, but yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah. So the next big tournament now is PAX Unplugged, I believe. In There's December. SoCal and Golden State before. Oh, yep. okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. SoCal and Golden State, then PAX, then LVO. Yep. SoCal's Correct. in October. When is Golden State? I think November. Okay. Yeah. November 4th or 5th. Or and then PAX, like uh, PAX is December. Early December. December 2nd yep. through the 4th. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so is SoCal have tickets on the line? Uh, no. 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 It's okay. a FLG so, tournament. Golden Golden State has tickets. PAX, uh, I don't think they have tickets. No uh, tickets and then yet. LVO has tickets on the line. For, and yeah. then there's also going to be a last chance qualifier at Adepticon. So, multiple yep. chances to still get your world's invites and maybe some plane tickets. And oh, PAX, if you go to PAX, for PAX sure you'll tickets. get plane tickets. Yeah. Yeah. What, like six plane tickets total? Top four yeah. and two raffles? Top four and two random. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Insane. That's all community supported, by the way, just so everybody yeah. knows. That's all the all the community members putting together for that. So, yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, I think we could probably talk more broadly about like what Nova told us about the meta, but it's already kind of late. So I feel like maybe we could just punt that to the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. Okay. Awesome. I, I do have some thoughts on that as well as on MOV. Um, yeah. Let everybody argue <laughs> on Facebook about what shadow, how many units of shadow collective you can take in a TLDR since I won't list. be there next week. I don't think there is a meta. It's Agreed. wild west. I think so too. I'm not sure I'd go that far. Um, but I do think pikes it's are really good. They are. <laughs> I do think it's funny. I mean, even two pikes, like, uh, just, yeah, they're, oh my gosh, they're so good. Um, but just, uh, it was funny because everyone's talking about like, you know, Blizzard Force and pikes. And um, from my perspective, I'm like, man, 
because I, I full disclosure before this tournament, I have not played um, Boba Fett in a major tournament. I played him in that local practice tournament and I played him at Nova and that's it. Um, so like my only like self play exposure to Boba Fett is new Boba Fett, Boba Fett 2.0, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him. Okay. Um, he's super good. Yes. Uh, he's about to get three more command cards, some unknown quantity of uh, equipable weapons. Yeah. Um, he like, got a lot better, even just with the own mercenary upgrade. The extra yeah, dice. That's what I mean. Independent. Yeah. Sane. Like, and for some reason, people aren't talking about him. And um, I just wanted to say, Boba Fett good. Boba Fett about to get better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I agree. I agree. Imperial's the only faction I don't own. I think, you know, my quick takeaway was like, I think bids are back in fashion yeah. again. Uh, and I don't know. I, you know, I'm really but... digging. Oh, God, I think this is a personal takeaway. But as much as Lucas and I joke about not being Empire anymore, I, I think the reality is I'm not. I think I might be a rebel now. Like, I'm, I'm just loving rebels so much. Like I, I didn't, yeah. I with you know the Luke Sabine thing was just this fun test, but then, man, this Cassian list, I had so much fun playing it, and it's so good. And uh, I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. So, I think I might have found my new jam, which is okay. which is Rebels. Okay. All right. So, well, you do you. I think I'm gonna be playing Empire for a while. But this yeah. could all be a lie, and next week I could play something completely different. So we'll see. <laughs> I was thinking that I was going to like just run Shadow Collective with Pikes and Maul just to like get it out of my system for Invader. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, how do I not just run Boba Fett again? Especially since his new command cards are <laughs> going to be legal for Invader. So I don't know. It's not a decision I have to make yet. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll talk a little more next week about high level takeaways um, and other stuff. But yeah, congrats to congrats to everyone at, at Nova. I hope everyone had a good time. Um, so congrats to our champ. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun. I'm glad I could defend my home turf again. So um I'm glad it was against I'll us. take it from I'm you glad next Evan year. Made it. Yeah, I am too. Dude, I got a feeling Evan's gonna take it from you next year. If you guys if he keeps going, we'll he's, see. Yeah. he's got a very upward super upward trend. evolved. I'm yeah. just like I'm just plateaued basically. Super yeah. Saiyan three is next year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. right. Well, we are the notorious scoundrels and Kyle. I'm Jay. John Bushfax Bushman. Stay fresh, cheese bags. This has been a fifth trooper production. <laughs>